Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is October 17th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your post-WWE Raw review. If it's your first time here, we're here every night. Or at least some combination of the Fightful team is here every night. And I mean every night through this Saturday from Halloween Havoc, NXT, AEW. Okay, maybe not every night because AEW is tomorrow night and so is NXT. So we're doing we're doubling up there. But uh, we got Denise Salcedo. She is uh, fresh back from Mexico, working AAA, Triple Mania. Denise, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. I had like one of the coolest weekends of my career. So I'm just so happy that I got to experience, you know, getting to go to Mexico City for the first time because I'd never been to Mexico City. I'd been to like Puebla and Cancun, but I don't really count Cancun because that's so touristy. <laughs> so I don't really count it. But it was a really great experience just to go and like, I don't know. I had so much food, man. I'm pretty sure I gained like at least five pounds. I weigh myself every day. And today I was like, nah, I ain't going to do that to myself because I ate so much. I even went to a buffet. I had like shrimp cocktail, the best shrimp cocktail of my life and tacos and stuff. But the actual show was phenomenal. Got to do like a zillion interviews. They had me do like a bunch of promos in both Spanish and in English. And let me tell you, Sean, that was hard because People don't know Spanish is my second language. I'd never studied Spanish. So everything that I know is, of course, everything that I know is just like from conversations and living with my grandparents. So I was very proud that I was at least able to pull through. Very proud of you. You always do good work. But uh, guys, if you want to get your question, your statement read on the air, donate Super Chats or Humper Chats. You can head over to HumperChats.com for the latter. And that allows you to leave questions before we go on the air or while we're on the air. But you can also send super chats right here. But if you want your question or statement read, addressed on the air, that's how you do it. We also have FightfulSelect.com. If those of you who haven't ever tried it uh, want to, it's only $5 a month. And right now, concurrently, you get a bit of a more sour Raw review thanks to Alex Palowski, who will be here tomorrow reviewing AEW and NXT simultaneously. I'll be at the show in Cincinnati. But just today, we broke the news that JBL and Baron Corbin were set to appear on WWE Raw. We had the Backstage Report podcast. That's sort of our audio newsletter for the week. Uh, We had news on an AEW documentary with Warner Brothers Discovery that's coming up. Uh, We release a magazine archived article every single week. We had producers backstage notes from SmackDown. We had news on uh, familiar names backstage at NXT events as well. We had a big update On the Good Brothers, WWE New Japan, which has gotten even more complicated. We had news on Angelo Dawkins impressing WWE officials. That's always great to hear. We got the SmackDown Raw plans. That's just since Friday, in addition to all the great podcasts. It's just $5 a month. Check it out. We also do Q&As every single week. Last week had the Grapsity fellas, and then one with Jimmy Van. I'll be back doing a QA and a this week, but... Spitefulselect.com. Give it a go, my friends. We would greatly appreciate it. We want to get back to 10K. We kind of settled under that after people stopped biting each other backstage. But I have faith. I have faith that we can release that Braun Breaker Denise interview. Bite Sal. Well, by the way, Sean, what the hell? 
I just realized something. Why is my Twitter handle not being promoted on today's show? Why isn't it? I mean, it, I don't it know. You be. tell me. This is a new graphic. I need to talk oh. to whoever designed this graphic. Yeah, I just uh, haphazardly put together that font. I'll uh, I'll fix Thanks, that Sean. for next week. But uh, <laughs> underscore to get to hundred k here by the end of the year. I wish I was at hundred k by the end. You're of the year. You're making my job harder. That would make me very happy if I was back at hundred k by the end of this year. Wow, but Sean. can't handle the Twitter fame. No, I can't. I hate it. I really hate it. <laughs> uh, but I like all you people. So make sure to leave a thumbs up on this video. Comment on this video. Sean, I'm done. After it's done, muted. After it's done, uh, help out the algorithm. We would greatly appreciate it. I also have an interview with Smart Mark Sterling coming up tomorrow. Dan Housen does a little run-in as well. But let's talk about WWE Raw. Well, actually, we, we've got some Super Chats and Humper Chats already about people who aren't on Raw. KE775 says, do you know the status of any forgotten stars like Kevin Owens, Carmella, Dewdrop, Nikki? Dewdrop and Nikki, no. Um, I'll ask about Kevin Owens. Carmella was dealing with an injury for a while, I believe, uh, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, but I, I think that I think Kevin Owens is healthy, I think. Um, and with Dewdrop and Nikki, you know, they're just going to be off TV for weeks at a time because they don't have anything for them. Uh, yeah, they was, never ended that. They never wrapped that story with them when they were doing all of these background skits where they were in the back arguing and wailing their arms. Yeah, we I'm, never I'm pretty, got anything. They showed up on NXT, and then after that, that was like the last I recall seeing them. I'm pretty sure they'll just have uh, Nikki say, oh, you know what? I'm sick of this, again, for like the sixth time. So Wazim says, hey, Denise, while in Mexico, did you have to video call Sean to ask him words in Spanish, seeing <laughs> as he's a Spanish master? Yes, he guided me through the entire trip. Listen, I am slowly but surely picking up a little bit, a little bit, but I'm not going to say what app I'm using because I would like to get a sponsorship from Oh, from app. okay. Well, there's really like one main app that like uh, everyone there's, uses. There's, there's several. There's several. There's Well, some someday ones. we got to do like a quiz or something or just okay. like have you like do this entire podcast in Spanish or yeah, something. Yeah, not no, we'll do another one. Eventually or like we, an intro. Eventually we will have Fightful Select Espanol. That will be a thing that we have. But uh gotta work on that. But I love the way that WWE Raw kicked off tonight. Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley beat that ass. I mean, he absolutely beat that ass. Fightfulselect.com reported before the show they were gonna have a pull apart brawl. Uh, by the way, guys, we have, in addition to our raw plans, we split them up. That way you can kind of avoid spoilers as well. So in that spoiler section, we said there was going to be a pull apart bra. I didn't know it was going to be like this. They emptied the locker room for this. And I thought that that adds a lot. When you have a lot of the roster, you got some Hoss cats like Otis trying to pull these guys apart and it's still not working. We don't see this a lot, Denise. Bobby, or Brock Lesnar just getting his ass whipped like, he had nothing for Bobby Lashley, and that's refreshing to see. It's different to see, Denise. That's exactly what I was thinking about during this, because when Brock Lesnar came out and uh, Bobby Lashley just went like right towards him, I thought, okay, this is going to be good. But like the initial portion of this was Brock essentially, you know, uh, dominating uh, Bobby Lashley there for a hot second. And he like ran him, ran him right into the ring. And uh, so for a second, I thought, oh, man, this is literally going to be every single Brock Lesnar beatdown, which I don't mind because I love to see Brock Lesnar literally kick anybody's ass. But I wanted in this particular situation to see Bobby Lashley be the dominant one because you know that it's needed, especially if you want this feud to take off. You know, they had their story, they had their past and all of that. But if you wanted to take off for this particular period, you definitely need Bobby Lashley to be the one where you're like, okay, what, you know, this is new, right? And so when you had Bobby Lashley first spear him through the barricade, I thought, okay, that's good stuff. You know, that, that's good. But for me, the moment that really made me go, all right, here we go. Like, this is what I really like was when he did that spine buster to Brock oh, Lesnar yeah. onto the commentary table. Like, that was probably one of the best, like, recent spine busters that I had seen in a while because it felt like – it felt like just it looks legit like you can tell like damn that shit hurt big time so for me i thought that it made bobby lashley just look really great and having brock lesnar kind of just laying there that's again not a sight that you see often and brock lesnar doesn't need it you know bobby lashley needs it just a tad bit more and having the whole entire roster go out there i felt made um 
it just made it a lot better, I think, especially them trying to keep down Bobby Lashley and not being able to do so. So this was good stuff. A really great way to open up the show. Yeah, I thought it was it was just really good. I mean, we we have seen this match before, but there's enough time. The situations are uh, different enough now in which uh, I think that it's fresh. I'm not going to complain about the two alpha sirloin beef sons of bitches squaring off against each other. And this is very clearly like a match that the the, the Saudi audience would would like that the the Saudi government even that, that like mandates some of these matches and wants some of these big matches. This is one you can give to them and they'll be like, you know what? We can handle this. This is pretty good. I just thought this was brilliant. There's not a lot more to really add to this because, you know, Lesnar got on the plane and left after this. But, I mean, I'm sure that, that people will want to talk about this a little bit more. But I'm pumped for the match. I know Brock's going to win it. I'm positive he's going to win that crown jewel match. But still, I you thought think? this was – Maybe they'll surprise right. us. I'd be shocked. I mean, you know what? Under this regime, we are much likelier to get a possible surprise like that than we were before. But – what did you think of the story that came out today? I think it was, I think it was um, on the Sam Roberts show where Bobby Lashley pitched a storyline where he would get fat and gain like seventy pounds out of depression, and somebody I... would like snap him out of it. That's dedication. And really, I think this guy's like, just give me a break for a few months. Like, let me not lift a weight for three months of my life, please. You know, so many times you, okay, so you see these stories a lot with actors and whatnot, whether they gain a lot of weight for a certain role or they lose a lot of weight for a certain role or just build up a lot of muscle for a certain role. And that's something that you're used to seeing uh, when it comes to movies and all of those, you know, really important roles. Um, When it came to this, when I saw this story from Bobby Lash, like when I saw this story come out, I thought, damn, like what point do you have to get to pitch a story like this? Because We've seen, we, I mean, we've all seen what Bobby Lashley looks like. And yeah. I've mentioned this before. And when I, when we, we did that interview for SummerSlam uh, weekend in, I think it was what, Las Vegas, when Bobby yeah. Lashley walked up Nashville. to me, I was, I had this moment of Jesus Christ. I've never seen a body like this because oh, yeah. you were just seeing muscles on top of muscles. And so for me, I can't even imagine seeing Bobby Lashley kind of like let himself go in that manner. So it would be something of like, holy crap. But obviously somebody like Bobby Lashley knows what to do with their body to, you know, uh, have such a dramatic shift like that where, you know, you have to really think and plan to do something like that. Because even if like, let's say he were to put on all of this like weight, right? How would you make sure like he went back to the way that he looked, you know? So clearly it takes somebody that has to know how to do that stuff in order to even come up with this idea, come up with this concept. So personally, I would like to see you know, I'm excited about this Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley feud. And you mentioned the whole thing about uh, a crown jewel and the audience and this and that. And to me, this is a match that I think that that audience will be like, yeah, because when you th- when casual fans, I feel, think of wrestlers, they imagine bro- somebody like a Brock Lesnar or a Bobby Lashley. So I feel like this is perfect for that audience. Uh, for those of you that are, uh, that, that for those of you that asked about some of the other wrestlers, uh, Nikki ASH worked live events this weekend. She uh, teamed with Dolph Ziggler. Uh, she faced, I think judgment day on the live events do drop. I think busted her nose on the, the NXT thing. So on the NXT appearance. So unfortunately there's that, but Josh says great meeting you at rampage. Sean, thanks for doing the Tom Phillips stand to make me look like a giant in our photo. I did. I had to, I had to like, scooch down a lot in pictures denise that way people looked tall i didn't want to embarrass them you know oh uh, yeah board dude says chips ahoy k pa oi just one big at the casino th- so thought i'd throw you guys a few doubloons while i sit at the car or sit at the bar before i finally f- sign up for fightful select raw was all right definitely seemed like a substitute teacher episode uh <laughs> yes it did and if you're gonna subscribe to fightful select i'll have a little update on becky lynch have raw producers got another i wouldn't say talent war type of thing but some more people that have had conversations with both sides of 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 things before they decided Uh, we had a really good report last week on soraya which was almost immediately confirmed by her on on uh, talk is jericho which made me very happy but um 
which made me also made me very happy because she does not hesitate to be like this shit in the sheets is not true either. So uh, check it out. Fightful select guys. But one of those reports we had was about the OC and it was about <laughs> new Japan dates. And we had reported that new Japan was very aware of them signing with WWE. It is official. They have signed with the WWE that it, it's pen to paper, multi-year big money. I hear but Carl Anderson is hoping that he can still work through the Tokyo Dome like he had planned, but now he's booked for Crown Duel the same day he's supposed to be defending the never-open-weight championship against Hikaleo Denise. Is this about to become the never-gonna-get-defended championship? Dude, I don't know, man, because this was something, like, I was trying to think back to, like, maybe, like, a story that's, like, somewhat similar, and I was, uh, maybe you probably remember this a lot better than I do, Sean, but when Alberto Del Rio was mega champion for AAA, like, he was told that he could still, like, defend that title if, when he went to WWE, and he never did. They ended up stripping him off that title. Yeah. So I'm like thinking, okay, I don't know what that, I don't know if that means anything because obviously different people are in charge, but what the, I don't know. I'm going to bury Paul Simon here. He says, Sean, why are you wearing my mother's shirt? Is there something I should know? Look at this. Look at this. You, you mean you're not down with the. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Fantasia 25-year anniversary shirt. People always ask me, Sean, Sean, what do you do when you're not working? I drive around Lexington and Kentucky looking for vintage shirts. That's what I do. Are you like an antique shopper? Kind of. I mean, if it's close. I mean, not sometimes. See, the thing is, most thrift stores don't have them anymore because all the vintage stores buy them and mark them up like crazy. So uh, is that really what you do? You just go around and drive around and look for stuff? Yeah, I like to I like to buy vintage clothes. It's interesting. There you go. There you go. Yeah, I am interesting. Uh, but the OC defeated Alpha Academy. And I got to say, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows wrestled like they were proving a point tonight. A high pace, really crisp. Uh, you saw Gallows with some new, uh, new to WWE offense, so to speak, with the pump handle, spin, slam. Joel says, Sean, smartest dirt sheet guy I know with a crown jewel booking is the New Japan match with Carl Anderson off the table. I would like to see them let him make that date. If that means that they got to replace him, they have access to other Bullet Club people. Get Brandy Rhodes in there. She was in Bullet Club. Where's Jeff Jarrett at? Get him. Work something out with Scott Damore. He helped invent the, the Canadian Destroyer, I think. Get him in there. First off, what'd you think of the match? And who do you think, if Carl Anderson gets replaced, who do you think does it? Dominic, 
Just kidding. I don't know. That wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, right. Dominic's facing facing them. I know. That's why I said Judgment it. Day, that's yeah. why I said it doesn't make sense. All right. Anyways, but in regards to this match, though, oh, dude, I was really into this one. And I think the reason I was personally into this match was I loved the interactions between Luke Gallows and uh, Chad Gable. Uh, obviously there is a big size difference between the two, but it freaking worked. Like when, um, when Gallows was getting him with the, uh, the strikes to, I think it was to the head. Uh, it looks so impressive because he really had to like, just he's so tall and really having to extend that leg to even get to Chad Gable. I really, really enjoyed that. I want to see them actually wrestle each other just you know, one-on-one -on -one after their interactions with this match here. I loved the knee to the back of Carl Anderson that Gable got him with when he was walking on the outside and he just got him in the back, like right in the spinal cord. I thought that spot was pretty great. Uh, there was just a lot that I enjoyed. I personally would have liked this match to go a lot longer because I think they could have had an even better match and I would have definitely trimmed that freaking AJ Styles freaking god match with dominic mysterio i would have trimmed that match and given this one a little bit more time there yeah uh so as far as the match i think that this that gallows anderson i thought they did great i thought that this was the type of match that they needed to have for maybe a pessimistic audience that didn't like their work or didn't really like what they saw of their work i thought they did great judgment day is a natural match for them coming up at extreme rules makes all the sense in the world to me nicholas says i think edge would replace him because if beth comes back for Rhea, edge would come back with her to attack the rest of judgment day yeah i think that's probably what they should do is write carl anderson off slide edge right in there slide beth in there too for the love of god do four on four Bob says what's so complicated about it chad too bad became chad to dodge but hey he's probably making five to ten times the money good for him I hope he does make a ton of money. Sheldon says, reminds me of 2016 for New Japan when AJ and Shinsuke was for the IC title at Wrestle Kingdom. Then Shinsuke vacated the title at the end of the month. Well, it's a little bit different because they were, they had time to move that title. And this is just a different situation because these guys have already signed with WWE and they were told, okay, you're going to be able to fulfill these dates and all that stuff. I'm not sure why necessarily they felt like it was a better idea for Nakamura with the several matches that he had after Wrestle Kingdom. He had nine matches after Wrestle Kingdom and they didn't have him drop that Intercontinental title at all. So, I mean, they got those dates out of him for the rest of the month and they just didn't have him drop the damn title. It was really, really weird, but that was probably one of the most exciting periods I've ever covered in pro wrestling because... We had never seen quite a mass exodus like that in, in quite some time. Joel Wood says, now I want to see OC versus the bloodline. I think that'd be a lot of fun too, down the line. But I mean, also, you do have Cody Rhodes who can fit into this Bullet Club thing eventually. I think he exists on his own plane right now. But WWE has an awful lot of Bullet Club ingredients, Denise. Bullet Club is everywhere. It's in New Japan. It's in CMLL here and there. It's in Impact. Uh, it pops up in AEW when Juice Robinson shows up, and now it's in WWE. I love it. Yeah, love it's it. crazy. It's honestly crazy to see just like the, um, I guess you can say the impression or the impact that it made that you're seeing it across the board. And no matter where you are, whether it's New Japan, WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact, you can get a great deal with NordVPN, four additional months free. Change your virtual location with just one click. Block online trackers, block malware, block annoying pop-up ads, and do it on all your devices. Desktop, laptop, PC, phone, doesn't matter. Even your router gets nordvpn.com slash Fightful. I use this every day. Traveled from, uh, from here in Kentucky to Charlotte, to Toronto, to Detroit, back. I'm going to Cincinnati this week. Got a whole bunch of trips coming up. Been to LA and Nashville, and I use NordVPN.com all along the way because I do not trust the unsecured Wi-Fi at airports, hotels, especially that one I was at in San Pedro. Oh, woof. NordVPN.com slash Fightful also gives you access to services that you wouldn't be able to get here in the States or wherever you are. And uh, this weekend's UFC pay-per-view, I'm going to be getting that at a much more discounted rate than uh, here in the States because 
I'm going to be able to subscribe to overseas services, purchase that pay-per-view with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And it ends up saving you money. I mean, you get four additional months for free anyway, but this is going to save you money probably with one of your first purchases. You can get AW Plus, the old WWE Network, all kinds of cool stuff, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. They also have three great tiers, whether you want a pass, a locker, a VPN, or all three. Check it out, NordVPN.com slash Fightful. I got a sweet hoodie from NordVPN last week. And my Dang, wife, you're just collecting sweaters everywhere. I do. I love sweaters. They're, they're my favorite. But Michael says, Denise, your hair looks fantastic. It does. Thank you. I tried something new. You try. I just split the hairline here and I put my hair back. That was, that was the okay. new thing. Okay. <laughs> Nothing else, really. We got damage control defeating Bianca Belair, Candice LeRae. Uh, Nerd Guru says, Sean, do you have any news on why the women are in a holding pattern? Does it feel like they're stalling the Bianca Bailey damage control stuff to get through Saudi, then build the war games? Where are all the women on Raw? Feels like they're waiting on Becky to return. I mean, right now, they're- One segment for the women on Raw, right? Yeah, they're hampered right now. I mean, uh, Dewdrop's out. Becky's out. Naomi and Sasha aren't around. Charlotte's not around. They're not putting Alexa and Asuka on TV. They said that they ran them out or whatever. It does feel like a real holding pattern with WWE's women right now. It feels like it's just the same old thing. And they're just like, well, we got about a month to kill until war games. How are we going to make this work? And that's what this is. And you got Candice LeRae. Um, I, I believe she ate the pen again tonight, right? She did. Yeah, she did. I mean, man, she comes back and immediately loses a bunch of times. That doesn't instill a ton of confidence. No, she got the, the win against Bailey. I know, but she's already lost like twice since she's been back. So I mean, the last. Okay, I'm trying to remember this loss got- here. But see, here's the thing, though. Like in this particular match, though, I mean, I rather have Candice LeRae be the one to eat the pin than Bianca Belair. Sure, but I mean, also, if you're going to do this match, just make it a tag team title match for the love of God. Like, there's really no reason. Was not it to. not? I don't think but it so. was. Oh, I don't think so, no. oh man, I just found out right now that it wasn't. <laughs> I think it was non-title. I didn't see anything. Maybe I'm wrong, but oh, I don't know. Group... I just thought for some reason it was. Maybe I just assumed that it was a title match. So clearly, mm. I was wrong there. Nerd Guru says one women's match on the show is not a good thing. Even if that tag match was enjoyable, there needs to be more. As I said earlier, it feels like they're in a holding pattern, waiting for something or someone. Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy the work. I think their work is really really good. Obviously, it's just. It is the same old thing. And Friday, Friday is a title match. Okay. So. See, here's the thing, though. I know that it's like you said, it's feeling a little bit repetitive because that's really all there is right now. But I like I want obviously more segments with the women. But given everything that you just mentioned right now, I'm trying to think like, OK, well, what other options are there? But with that being said, like everything that they've been doing with damage control and with uh, Bailey and, uh, you know, Bianca and all of that stuff. I've been liking what they've been doing consistently every week. So I do like that, even though like, you know, we should be seeing more. I do like that. What we're getting is good. Like I loved this tag team match. I loved uh, Bianca and Candice together as a team. In fact, I kind of want to see, and I know that they mentioned, you know, Candice LeRae and her team with Indy Hartwell back in NXT, but that really to me wasn't like an explosive tag team whatsoever. So personally, I do want to see Candice LeRae more so in a tag team picture than the singles picture right now. And I was even thinking like, okay, like who would be somebody that I would kind of want to see? No, I know, no. Why? Because it's just, it's been a little bit rough. Her matches have been a little bit rough on NXT. So that's why I still feel like it would probably not be the greatest. I was actually thinking that, and this would be, you know, obviously something a little bit different. I would actually kind of like to see Alexa Bliss and Candice LeRae team up. For some reason, as I was thinking about this while watching Raw, I thought, you know what? That would be kind of fun. So, I mean, obviously that's not looking like it's going to happen right now, but it was an idea that I kind of just had during this. But, um... The match itself, though, I feel like EO and Dakota are just very, very fluid as a tag team, and they've been working great together as a tag team. But I do like P- Bianca and Candice together. But obviously, we know that Bianca's, you know, she's doing her. She, for the most part, is like just on a different plateau. We have uh, 
Yeah, ju- Luis says just a simple tag match tonight. KE775 says, do you think they have Mandy drop the title and bring up Toxic Attraction or possibly have uh, Alba lose and bring her up? I think Toxic Attraction is ready. What I've seen of them, JC Jane has just blown me out of the water on like her main roster stuff. Like She appears on those big sets in front of those big crowds and like her body language is just so there. We know Mandy already is. We know Gigi already is. But I think JC like took the big leap when I saw her on SmackDown. I would love to see them come up um, or, again, just combine the tag titles. For the love of God, combine the tag titles. I would really like to see that. We have the Omos MVP promo. Tony said uh, that MVP and Omos segment, the ending had me embarrassed for him. But great to see Ali on my screen tonight. Hope the sign of things to come for him. Omos, MVP, they're mad at Braun. This wasn't for me. All right. Well, considering that we had, because Omos is a raw, is a raw roster person. Okay? Yeah, and I would but love they, to, I would love to bitch about this nonstop. It's just geez. they did the trade, which we'll talk about later on, but they had a trade, right? For raw and SmackDown talent. Okay, fine. Wasn't really even needed, but whatever. Cause they it wasn't needed just because they haven't really been following their rules. Have they been following their own rules? And I've been like, okay, the trade makes sense. But given no. that their rules have been very loose, oh. it really wasn't needed. But sorry, sorry to interrupt, but they did follow their own rules later. So they are consistently inconsistent, Denise. Because yeah, they that's announced what I'm that, saying. They announced that Corbin got traded for Ray. But that's what I'm saying. So why is it that Omaz and MVP who are on Raw appeared last week on SmackDown and then they even said today, hey, we're going to SmackDown on Friday. Uh, Shouldn't we just trade them to SmackDown then? (laughs) I don't know. People I talk to say that the brand-to-brand invitational like it isn't brought up anymore backstage. So, But then why had that segment that they had later today? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Uh, Cameron Grimes is also there. Speaking of... (laughs) Of brands, you got like Rhea Ripley, you got like Raquel, you got the OC, you got everybody popping up on NXT tomorrow. Um, they are very clearly loading up that show as they should because AEW is going to go head to head with them, and that's just smart. That's wise. AJ was not happy that the Good Brothers are like, yeah, we're taking this payday, brother. I love that. That is AJ being like, I'm glad I got these guys back, but now I remember who they are as well. I love this. This was my this was my favorite one of my favorite parts of the entire show. Like I have been it, I don't know why they've taken so long with not having Cameron Grimes on the main roster, but whatever, that's a whole other argument for a whole other time. But him just like even having this interaction with the OC, like that was freaking fun to see. Like just even like Gallows basically being like we're cash only and we're doing it for the money because we love money. I love that. That was fun. That was great. That was really funny. And it kind of just reminds you that they're all good together. Yes. Clearly we hadn't seen them in a minute together, but they are good together in terms of like the comedy. Speaking of good together, JBL's back uh, as Fightful Select reported today. He came out, he got the easy heat on Oklahoma for football. I, I like this promo. It's like, oh my God, I forgot how good JBL was at cutting this promo. Um, but as good he is as he is cutting a promo, Denise, uh, his tailor is not very good at cutting a suit. Oh, Jesus. Now, hold oh, on, Jesus. Hold on. I found more pictures. I found more pictures of him. This is also <laughs> JBL walking into the arena. And uh, this is JBL when he hit the stage at Raw. <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, what the hell? Our friend, you know what it is? What JBL's thinking maybe because big pants, big baggy pants are in now. He maybe brought the big baggy pants in. He just realized that he can't do it with that blaze with that blazer. Our good friend, I don't know. This is terrible. Our good friend Jesse the Buckeye says, "When I'm on my period and want to be comfortable but have to be formal." <laughs> That's a what good one. Hell? That's a good one. Jesus, he's he looks like he's about to get picked in the 2002 NBA draft. What in the hell, JBL? Come on, man. I'm surprised no one told him anything before. Well, you're not going to tell Maybe. somebody, hey, your outfit doesn't look good. Get the seamstress on it. What are we doing here? That's what really sad. Are yeah. Doing here? <laughs> same, same suit from when he was like 30 or 40 pounds. Uh, heavier but my god uh i thought he did really really good here and one of the things 
that I think that Baron Corbin has been missing for a long time is a mouthpiece because I have never been a fan of the delivery or quite frankly, how he's booked or any of that. The majority of the Baron Corbin run, I have just been painfully uninterested. And for some reason, Denise, he was put in these roles where he had to be the talker and he had to get the heat and all that stuff. And I just didn't like it. You would see all those interviews where they'd go, Baron Corbin, you just had a huge nugget of shit shoved in your face. How do you feel? He'd go, how do I feel? And you would see here the same promo. We're not seeing that with JBL. He'll get the easy heat. And you got Baron Corbin coming out and doing what he does best, which is wrestle in the ring. Baron Corbin is always adding offense to his, to his work. Um, and he did that tonight. He had a nice inverted suplex. He beat uh, Dolph Ziggler, who JBL said wouldn't have cut it in the Attitude Era. I completely disagree. I think he would have been great there. What did you think of this pairing, JBL and, and the match? I didn't like JBL on commentary. That's for damn sure. But the promo before, I thought was pretty good. Okay, I feel a little bit uh, opposite of you because I don't feel that Corbin technically needed a mouthpiece. I think the issue is just the crap stuff that they had him do. They had him do some of the crappiest things, say some of the crappiest things, and that's what I personally think was hurting him. If he had good material and good storylines, I don't think it would have been so terrible for Corbin. I think that and delivery is bad. It, an, it example, an example of that was when he was doing like the the poor, the, the what is it God? the sad Corbin, poor Corbin, whatever, yeah. and broke Corbin, I forgot what he was calling it. Um, he did good in that, like in terms of the personality and showing character and making the fans actually have some interest in what he was doing. And in terms of JBL, hmm, I don't think I'm that big of a fan. To be completely honest here, I was a little bit annoyed. I thought that the getting the heat and all of that was great. I thought it was funny that he's still hating on Rey Mysterio and all of that was, you know, chef's kiss, but the commentary was a little bit unbearable and I didn't, couldn't really stand it. I'm sorry. This was not for me and I'm not looking forward to the pairing. I'm, I'm liking it so far. I just always looked at that delivery and I was like, eh, but uh, he's, he's back wearing tights as well. I thought this uh, hit pretty good. I was, I was happy with how all this went. Tom Brady says, what's going on with Owens and Ciampa? Owens, I don't know. Ciampa, I think was banged up, but I could be wrong. Luis says JBL with Eric Andre buying a car suit wearing ass. And Trey says calling Corbin a wrestling god is very interesting. No disrespect to him. He's obviously great, but it's definitely interesting. I it's think, a little bit far. It's reaching. Yeah. It's I, very reaching. I think people widely will stop saying underrated worker if we see him in faster paced matches. Because anytime Baron Corbin is in a fast paced match, he kills it. Now I know. He loves to slap on the half Nelson cross face and slow it down. But man, he's, he's good at the, at the, at the sped up speed. I like Corbin, by the way, that's why I'm like, not really that fan of the pairing with JBL. Cause I, I like Corbin for the most part. I feel like, like I said, the, poor Corbin thing forgetting what the hell he called broke Corbin broke whatever ass Corbin. Yeah, ass that, Corbin. no that was the bum ass Corbin thing but prior to yeah. that it, it just like that's really what made me see like at least a little bit something different in him well if you want to see something different in your sheets try miracle specifically try miracle.com slash fightful that's the full url try miracle.com slash fightful we got a special deal for our listeners. Use our promo code FIGHTFUL at checkout. Save 40%. Get three free towels. If you don't want hot, sleepless nights, we got your way to cool down. Don't wake up sweaty, sticky. Maybe you got that heat on here in the fall, in the winter. Your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality. And trymiracle.com slash FIGHTFUL has your answer. Free three-piece towel set and 40% off. Traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat. It can lead to acne, allergy, and stuffy noses. That's gross. Miracle Brand offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding, such as sheets, pillowcases, comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria, require three less or three times less laundry, 
self-cooling properties that use silver and fused fabrics originally developed by NASA. You got self-cleaning. These sheets have infused natural silver that have 99% of bacteria growth prevented. Plus, they got that luxurious comfort and quality, and they're better for your skin. Denise, you got to get some of these. Yes, I definitely do. You got to get some of these so you stop breaking out. Thank you, stop, you, Sean. You, you just can't roll around. Denise is telling me before she went on the air. She, yeah, she's got to walk around like a scarecrow all Sean, the time. Thanks for just putting my business out there. Like, oh, yeah. I got Denise sheets to sell, Denise. I got sheets to sell. Yeah, I Listen, get that you have sheets to sell, but at my expense. Take it from the dirtiest sheets in the game. You want to try miracle.com slash fightful. That way you're not like Denise. Hold the phone here. So this is savage, okay? Off the air, I told Sean personal information about how I'm struggling with my skin and I have to wear medicine on my face. And you're out here telling everybody like, oh yeah, Denise is like, you know, she has issues and this is what's going on with her. And now thanks, everybody knows that I have issues. First off, do your laundry. Second off, try miracle.com slash fightful. Okay, I'm very stressed out, Sean. 40% off and three free towels? You, you're probably sleeping on bacteria, Denise. You know what? Why don't you put this on Fightful Select? Like, hey, Denise's bacteria filled. <laughs> Dirt sheet boy, more like dirty sheets girl. Dirty sheets, Denise Salcedo. So do oh I get my Miracle, please? Try miracle.com slash Fightful. Try it today. <laughs> I have them on my bed now. Man. Uh, Ryan says, can I sue to- you for this? Like, Probably can I not. like sue you for Probably like just putting out my a, personal re- business listen, out there? Listen, my I've health got a, information. I've got an incredible lawyer. We have had like legitimately. We've heard Sean. We've heard. We know you tell this story all the time. What about what you tell this story? Like at least t- 15 times a month. I just got this lawyer. What are you talking about? You always say that. Every time I make a joke of, oh, I'm going to sue you, you're like, I have really great lawyers. Oh, no. I heard before, this. Listen, before I had a better one than you do, I'm just saying. I don't have now. a lawyer. I don't exactly. got problems, okay? Exactly. I can handle my own business, all right? I'll need I to bet. be like, lawyer, help me. <laughs> you just asked if you could sue me. What are you going to do? Represent well, yourself? I'm going to get a lawyer now just to freaking sue your ass. <laughs> <laughs> For telling the whole world listen, my personal listen. business that I told you off the air in confidence. And you're, I was like, wow, this is you're not gonna not be your lawyer's not gonna make muted. Your lawyer's not gonna make it there because he's gonna have a stuffy nose from all those dirty sheets he's sleeping on. Hashtag dirty sheets, Denise. Jesus Man. Christ. Hate to see it. Hate somebody want to wanna it. buy me miracle. We should probably have some sent to you. Yeah, you should. It'd be nice now that you exposed me. Wazim says Sean managed to somehow vi- violate HIPAA. Thank you. That's a HIPAA violation right there, man. Sean's you all your smart Mark Sterling. Oh, God. Terry Allen Jr. says, will you purchase the Gotham Knights game, Sean, the Batman game? Probably not. Um, I play mainly sports games and fighting games. Jesus Garcia says, what happens to AEW tomorrow if Yankees and Guardians go to extra innings and go past AEW start time? Well, in that case, you subscribe to FightfulSelect.com and I'm there live giving you all the scoops, my friends. Love it. Love it. I'm no longer supporting Fightful Select. Ryan Martin (laughs) says... Ryan Martin says, is it fair to critique Triple H for the job he's done booking the women? One women's match on a three-hour show the last couple of weeks seems like something you need to improve on. Uh, I completely agree, Denise. I think that, that quite frankly, uh, many of the same criticisms that we have for, for Tony Khan's booking of AEW seem to be carrying over to Monday Night Raw and other programs where they're getting one segment or it's a two-minute ma- two segment or something like that, and it's largely the same formula you know like in AEW we see here they are backstage bam and then we set it up i i see that a lot in on on raw too but with the same match concept um how are you feeling about this in totality 
Well, I, I can't disagree. I think across the board, you clearly need to do more with with, but with the women, both on AEW and WWE. And here's the thing that it's a little bit, I almost feel like there has to be some sort of, you know, like you mentioned them being on a holding pattern or them not, you know, having enough women. I don't know what the freaking solution, like what the problem is that they're not doing this because it's not like we haven't seen them do stuff with the women. Like we, NXT at one point was like, Women's segment, women's segment, exactly. women's segment, women's segment, and um, women main event, women main event, back and forth. Some of the like the most interesting stories were with the women. And so it's like, for me, I feel like there's definitely got to be some sort of reason. But at the same time, I feel that's just making it. I feel saying there's got to be a reason to me just sounds like an excuse. So I don't even feel comfortable saying that either. Cat like Carson says, I just tuned in. And the first thing I hear is dirty sheet Denise. Cool beans. Hey, can you send me an award? For the best, dirtiest sheet girl, Denise. Quote the Raven says, is there a brand split anymore? Seems lately there's just too many flip-flops nowadays. There is because they announced that age or that, that Baron Corbin had been traded for Ray. And I appreciate that they tried to make sense of it. And uh, we, we do keep a nice resource of this on Fightful.com. If you go to our resources section, we have what's called a brand transaction tracker. And we'll show you everybody who's been called up, sent to NXT, who appeared on what brand, what brand they were on prior. And we do this every year. And this was like, I think the first trade that was announced this year, like the, with all the, the, the movement of the roster, like you can say player to be tra- player to be named later, et cetera. But they actually announced this. And I, I like this. I, I, I I'm glad that they did. But you like the trade. Yeah, it's fine. It's all right for me. I mean, I, I don't mind the trade, but I just want a little bit more. I want to know what the rules are. What are even the rules of the brand split that, anymore? So that's that's my thing. And I used to rail against the the brand split hard about how it is portrayed because it just – and now it's not even worth me complaining about. Like I'd pull my hair out if I tried to make sense of this every week. And you just can't. Especially, yeah, especially with what- NXT. See, here's the thing, though. I see NXT differently. I feel like NXT needs to have the main roster people sent over. So I don't have an issue with that, especially because they're bringing people from both brands. I actually think it's mainly been Raw. But for the most part, now they're doing most brands, right? So I see that differently because I don't see it on the same level as Raw and SmackDown. So for me, that's why I'm, like, not really concerned about that. For me, it's more so of the all of a sudden we're doing a trade when we hadn't been doing any of this before. I mean, I wish, and all it takes is incremental change. But even while we're seeing that incremental change happen with them mentioning the trade, it's not consistent. That's my What's issue. What's the next draft? Do we know? It was supposed to be about a month ago and they moved it back, uh, but it's not on the schedule anymore. So I kind of wish they would do that. Just like start all over and then tell us the rules and then follow it. <laughs> <sighs> Dominic challenged AJ backstage, but he wasn't, he, he didn't seem too excited about it. Then he beats AJ Styles and AJ was whipping his ass. And that's how every Dominic match should go. Dominic should get his ass whipped the whole time, but he ends up winning and it's the biggest win of his career. Tony said, Dom made me turn off an AJ Styles match for a horrible football game. Those three amigos are still rough to look at when he does it. You could see AJ help him roll over for the first one. I don't know who's telling him to still do those. And I'll have people that say, oh, well, you're mad at it, so it's working. No, doing the moves poorly is not the right kind of heat. I think that Dominic has a special kind of heat that you got to capitalize on. But Denise, in the way that I would capitalize on it is he hides behind Rhea. He hides behind Edge, or he, or he hides behind Damien. He hides behind Balor. Like, he doesn't get touched. And then when he finally does, that's where you kind of get the comeuppance on it because the work is just not, it's not on the level. That's what they need to do. They need to get it. They need, he needs to be that person that's like, yeah, like you said, always getting his butt safe, right? Never the one getting his hands dirty. Never the one in the ring, you know, representing the judgment day where he's the one where you've went someone finally gets their hands on him like on a pay-per-view or something it should be like oh yeah finally good because i hate this guy and let's you know see him get the shit beat out of him that's what it should be look 
I'm just going to say this and I'm just going to say it nice and simple. I do not in any sort of capacity, no matter what or what the reasons were, do I want to see Dominic Mysterio defeat AJ Styles? I do not care that he had help. I do not care that he had assistance. I do not care about any of that. I don't like it. Don't and like that's it as either. simple as I can say it. And that's nice yeah. as I can say it. And, and not in the, I can't wait to watch him get beat way because like, I, I just don't like the in ring work. It's a, I feel like this is a bad booking. Here's my thing. question to you, Sean. What? Why are they still? Why are they still pushing Dominic in this scenario now that now that Ray got- is okay? But why does he okay? The heat that he has is either one because he's uh he's you know being mean to his father and this and that. To me, it was more so the heat that he was getting. To me, I read it off as more of him being associated with Rhea Ripley, right? And the insinuation that they're lovers and she made him a man. So. Are they going to harness more on that? Because now that Rey Mysterio's on SmackDown, they're not going to do anything with that. So is this heat going to come from, you know, us just not liking Dominic because he's not going out there and wrestling good? Or is it because he is, you know, with Rhea Ripley and people don't like it? It's going to die down eventually. Well, I mean, I think they're capitalizing on it while it is is white hot. And they should. I think that you should capitalize on that. It's just, I felt like the build to that was okay, he realized he wasn't on the level with Edge, so just have him hide, have him hide, have him hide. And then when finally somebody gets a hold of him and beats that ass, there's the right kind of heat. Yeah, I'm not on board. I'm out on this one. I'm not on board. Uh, Quote the Raven says, Sean, since you live in Lexington, do you have any plans on attending the horror convention Scarefest this weekend? I've been to Scarefest many times. Uh, I'm... I don't know if I'm going this weekend, but it's it's a great festival. It's a great uh, convention. If anybody's in the area, you should check it out. They're not paying me to say that, but I've done I've done several as press before. But I'm not like I don't have like the need necessarily to meet horror people. Uh, the guy that played T1000 is there though. That's pretty dope. But uh, they, they sometimes they'll have wrestling guests, but they didn't have any this time, so probably won't probably won't take in this this year's. But uh, yeah, check it out if you're in Lexington. I want to. Put over anything that's out towards this way. Backstage is faked an injury. Uh, Johnny kind of trolled him out of his fake injury. Now, Miz was saying that he twisted his knee. Some inept janitor wasn't able to mop the floors right or something like that. And he was facing Dexter Loomis. And if he won... Dexter Loomis did not get his contract. Gargano sets up a future match between them. And uh, instead, Miz beats the shit out of Dexter Loomis with a chair. Now, this is all preceded by Johnny being like, I know what happened with you and Dexter Loomis. And you know what I thought he was about to say, Denise? (laughs) What? You know what? But... But he didn't. And he said, if you want out of this, just tell the truth. Denise, what do you think the truth is? <laughs> Stop. You already said it. And now I'm just like, it could only be so many things, right? It could be they, it just doesn't make sense for that. It doesn't make sense, Sean. He's a married man. And they just came off of Dexter what's Loomis. Wrong with doing- that? What do you mean what's wrong with that? I mean, like. I'm sorry. What? I don't know. Watch I'm not apologizing for that. Watch Euphoria every now and then, maybe. I Denise. stopped watching Euphoria. Okay, there was just too much penises on there, and they were ugly. And it was <laughs> a lot. Every HBO I show. I was done with that. Every HBO show is just full on penises now. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to have to see an ugly penis? Okay, on your screen when you least expect it. It's not fun. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but the point that I'm trying to get at here is what are the options? The whole butt stuff thing that you said, someone said that maybe their brothers did a play on names on Twitter. Or someone said it'd be Dexter, yeah. Dexter Lou Miz. That was pretty funny. I like that. And then what are the other options? Butt stuff. I don't know what the other options are. 
Maybe Mer- No, I don't know. Anyway, TKM says the Johnny stuff tonight was great. His personality is a gold mine, and he implies a real reason why Miz is still working heel to his literal kidnapper. That was very important. Johnny coming in and being like, there's more to this story. You know what it is, and that's why you really won't talk. I like that. And Johnny's got a great personality. For, for all the people, you know, that, that do the stereotypical thing, they said the same thing about Seth Rollins back in the day. They said the same thing about Adam Cole back in the day. They tried to say, eh, it's the little little indie guy. Nope. Nope. I think it's going to be something cheesy, like they have their friends in real, like their friends. They're going to tell the story that they're secretly friends. They go out and they have like a hobby. And maybe the Miz is ashamed of that hobby. Maybe, maybe they figure skate or something. They in play their Dungeons own time. and Dragons. Yeah, they do something geeky or something. I don't know. And maybe the Miz is afraid to admit it because of his Hollywood persona. And so that's what he's been hiding. And Dexter kidnaps him so they can go do the hobby. I do don't know. Think, do you think they go trick or treating together, Denise? Maybe they do. Yeah, in the month of because, August. Because and I know September one thing. And all the other months they've been doing. I know one thing. You don't want it to look like Freddy Krueger has been doing your pube trimming. And with Manscaped.com and the code Fightful, you can help avoid such things. Luckily, our friends at Manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. And let me tell you, what? You don't want it to be Halloween kills or ends down there. Manscaped.com and the code FIGHTFUL is making sure that you don't. Unlock your confidence with the Performance Package 4.0. You'll have the holy grail of men's grooming items, that Lawnmower 4.0. It's got advanced skin-safe technology. It's the greatest ball trimmer on the planet. It's waterproof, too. Plus, they got the Weed Whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer. It's got that proprietary skin-safe technology. Plus, you got the Crop Reviver Ball Toner, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, the Body Buffer Antibacterial Body Scrubber, Plus, you get two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. You don't want Edward Scissorhands doing your work down there. Manscaped.com. Use that code FIGHTFUL for 20% off plus free shipping. Joel Wood says, Dominic was getting heat tonight and there was no Ray on the show. I think people give Dom too much flack. He's not the best in the ring, but uh, he's miles better at getting heat. Well, that's fine. There's a whole lot of people that can get heat, but if they can't do the other stuff, well, what's what's the end game? What's the end game? You got a bunch of people that don't like him and can't see him convincingly get beaten up. Meet Norma says, what makes Dom works to me is that the AW Pillars and even Roxanne are doing at the age same age or younger. Stay juicy. Yeah, I mean, he is over two years into this now. Like, he's going on three. He's probably trained for three. One LT photo says Dexter just wants to spend some time with his nieces. Well, we had Elias trying to return. He's got the full beard, Denise. And now he's got the keyboard. And in traditional Elias fashion, Riddle interrupts. And he's got bongos. And he says, do you want to hit my bong? (laughs) I thought this was kind of fun how excited Riddle was. To be there. He's a big Elias fan. He said he was an Ezekiel fan too. And Elias is like, fine, we'll play together. No big deal. So it looks like Elias, at least initially, was coming back as a baby face. I'm glad to see Elias back. The Ezekiel thing was fun for a little while. And I thought that having Kevin Owens there was the right person to have in that. But we we've got Elias here. Ezekiel could have literally been like the worst thing ever and they made it work so because of that i want justice for ezekiel and now i'm sad that apparently his career's over and he's done with uh i want to see ezekiel return at the royal rumble all right i miss ezekiel oh for sure 
No, I want to see Elias as like number two or three. And then backstage, he shaves. What if this is weird? Like, yeah, like yes. you can do <laughs> that would be pretty freaking funny. That's like you can do it. Come on. Imagine Let's the pop it. that would get. That'd I would great. literally like yeah, that would be but really awesome. I think he should get like written off as Elias. Write him off for like a month or so in that elimination. Like he gets really destroyed. And oh, then he yeah. comes back. That way he can come back and grow the beard and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. He yeah. can be on Raw the next night too as Ezekiel and say, ah, my brother will be back before you know it type of thing. But that would be a lot of fun. Um, but I'm glad to see him back. Joel says, just for Alex, can we get Dom winning a match on NXT tomorrow the same time Jericho is retaining the title on the other channel? Oh, What we had, Rollins uh, defeating Riddle, but before this, Mustafa Ali came out to interrupt a Seth Rollins promo, and Seth Rollins sucker punches him. Ali wants that U.S. title. He said that Lashley was going to give him a shot, but uh, they battled it out, and this played into the end of the show. Mustafa Ali is apparently getting a crack at this, and I'm very happy. As far as the match itself, you had Elias attack Rollins. You had Rollins trying to get DQ'd, and the match, you know, it's good, but I'm over seeing Riddle and Rollins now. Like, the feud is over. Just let me let it be over for right now. I, I didn't need to see a murky ending for this again. And that's one of the things I was excited about the new regime, Denise, was we didn't have to have rematches, rematches, rematches. And we're getting so, another rematch next week with Bailey and Bianca, too. Sure, we're getting Bailey and Bianca. Uh, Charlie says, thoughts on too many heel title holders. Uh, eventually, the, the tide will shift. Over the next month or so, it'll shift. But um, Teets also says that was the worst crowd this year. Overall, an okay show. Happy to see Ali standing to close the show. So this was to do a couple things. Hopefully, put a bow on Riddle Rollins. Move on. I don't want it anymore. Love them as workers, but I'm ready to move past it. Set up Elias and Riddle. They did a lot of work on that. And set up Mustafa Ali, who had great new gear this past weekend on the house shows. Like boxer gear with these beautiful kick pads um he's gonna face Seth. he was whipping Seth's ass send him running what did you think about all this all right so i want to start off with seth rollins mustafa ali and i want to say that i am so excited about that because dude this is like the biggest thing ali has done since i don't know when like this feels i, I can't even remember the last thing that we saw that was incredibly interesting that ali was a part of and so for me I feel like him going out there today and just basically when he said the line of, I know you're Seth freaking Rollins, but I'm your next freaking problem. Something like that was what yeah. he said. Oh, that popped me so hard. The intensity that he brought, uh, you know, having the ner the nerve to take down the, the, uh, the, the glasses of Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins having like the WTF face. They had a really good interaction between the both of them. And I like that. He, even though like Seth like attacked him, I liked that he Ali felt like a real true challenger to Seth Rollins. And I feel like it could have been really easy for him to be dismissed in this role. But given the promo and just given the fact that he had like all his guts and courage to go like and do what he did, I feel like that's what made me like want to get behind Ali and just root for him, period. And this is something that I feel. And then he had like a little bit of a new look with the hair. That was also different. I liked that. So I just, I kind of felt like we were seeing a new Mustafa Ali here tonight. And even the swerve that Seth Rollins did where he was kind of saying, hey, you, yeah, you're, you're a nice guy. You're a good father, this and that. And then attacks him i love that that was freaking awesome and when he threw him onto the ring post and that bump that he took selling that that was freaking chef's kiss love that too the match itself i do feel bad because like you said seth and riddle we just saw the fight pit match i didn't necessarily want to see this match again so soon but 
it was a good match. It was a great was main event. Match. Very they, aggressive. They can't have bad matches together. Exactly. But I did feel that I had lack of interest just because I had just seen it. So for me, like, I felt bad saying I wasn't interested in this match because the work was still good. It was just more so that I am ready to move on. And clearly we were seeing that today with Elias basically costing this match for uh, Matt Riddle and Mustafa Ali coming in afterwards after Seth Rollins retained and attacking Seth Rollins. I love it. This finally feels like, okay, we're break. We're, we're switching into something else for both Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. And I'm interested so far right now on both sides of what they're doing. Heading down the home stretch. So get in your super chats and humper chats. Please leave a thumbs up on this video and please remember subscribe to fightful select. Uh, Joel Wood says you didn't do it with Drew in the UK. Make up for it and have Ali win with the United States title in Saudi. Um, and Dakota says, do you think the Ali push is just for Saudi? I mean, it's for a match there, sure. But I mean, I don't think it's specifically for that. Uh, Punks or Punk says Mustafa versus Seth is going to hump. I completely agree. I've been waiting for Mustafa to have this, this opportunity. And Alex Diaz says, hopefully they continue to book him strong. He's a star. Seth is a perfect feud to help getting get him over. A Kofi-like push would be great. And we've seen shades of it, like kind of starting a little bit, but then nothing really happens. This feels like the first legitimate thing. And with Seth Rollins, they are going to have a good match. And you know, it's going to be a nice, fast-paced one too. Guys, this week we have an NXT AEW combo review with Alex and Kate. I'll be there at the show tomorrow night. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll put my thoughts on Fightful Select or something. But also Wednesday... We'll have the list in your boy, our weekly news show. Last week, we were in Toronto live. Uh, Thursday is Will Washington's day after Dynamite, which I guess would be two days after Dynamite this week. We've got a <laughs> weekly impact show uh, on Thursdays. Friday night, SmackDown and Rampage. Then Saturday, Alex and Kate are back here for Halloween Havoc. I know Denise is doing her own review as well. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. All right. Well, even though Sean didn't put my Twitter handle... It's at underscore Denise Salcedo, but everyone kind of knows already. I'm trying to get to 100,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I'm like 16,000 or so away. Uh, please help me out. That's my goal. Uh, so go there and youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. I'm going to be making some fun little announcements coming soon. So keep an eye out for all of that. And then I'm blowing up on TikTok and Instagram finally. So nice. please go support there. Any Anything helps really. Guys, also follow us on TikTok. We, we are on over there. We've got a lot of clips up there. We're going to have some event clips as well. We're on Instagram. We're on a little bit of everything. Until next time, guys, we're out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.